Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all of the earth. I will be exalted. Even you read through Psalms 46, in all of the first 11 verses, you understand it talks from a first person, it talks from a third person narrative here. But when it comes to verse 10, it talks about from a first person narrative, it talks about, you know, I, the Lord, I am declaring that you be still in your life. It's not a suggestion anymore here. It's just a declaration. It's a commandment and an order from God that in this life, all you need to do in this situation is to be still. Praise the Lord. Are you trying to understand this? Be still. In this moment and walk of your life, God is asking you to be, be still, be still, be quiet, be silent. It's not, an, it's not a suggestion, but it's an order. And the Hebrew word as translated here, it helps us to understand it is to get loosened, get yourself freed from what you were thinking so far. The exact Hebrew word translated here, you know, when we look into the scripture, it's, be still is translated in a way and we understand. It just talks about you just get loosened yourself from your imagery, the thinkings that you had in your past. The ideas and the plans that you have sometimes is not going to work. When things don't happen the way you want it to happen, all you have to do in that season is to be still and to know that God is still God of the universe. Because Bible helps us to understand, I will be exalted in all of the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our praises, our worship helps us, but it does not, it does not make who God is. God is what he is even without our praises. God is what he is even with us without even saying who he should be. It is for us to understand who God is in our life. When you say you are the God of my life, it is a self-declaration that you are you and you are making everything around you enable them to understand that in my life, the sole so important person is Christ Jesus. And in this given situation, all I need to do is I will be still and I know that God is the God of my life. Are you trying to understand this? I mean, this is why I was asking, you know, sometimes, you know, we, 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 we end up in, I mean, listen, I mean, let's, let's look into this aspect. How many times have, we, have you met people who are in distress and because of their distress, you also end up in distress? Have you been in those places? Because of their distress, you are also in distress. Why? Because this person cannot keep calm and quiet. Come on, Kaylin, what's going on? This person cannot keep quiet and calm. And their distress engulfs you so much that you are drawn and you are pulled into that. Praise the Lord. We were in Florida the other day and one of the signs that I was reading, uh, you know, that was there when we entered the beach area. And I was, you know, they, they say if you go deep into the sea, you know, and you, you have, I mean, this is the story where, you know, you are left all by yourself and you see there are sharks around you. You know, those moments they say, be still and be calm. 
I mean, I, me personally, I don't know how still and I calm I would be if I see the shark around there. Even though I don't know how to swim, I will try my best to get. But this is how they, they say to be still. Keep the water around you very calm and quiet. Not making much movement. Because the distress, in that distress, the enemy will understand that you have lost the power to withstand in that situation. And the enemy can overpower are you trying to understand this? Sometimes in Pentecostal faith, we come across a lot of people who have faith in Jesus Christ only when we sing those three songs in church. The first praise song, hallelujah. The second song, worship God. And the third slow song, we are, oh Lord, I serve you. We are on our knees. But when life hits you real hard, you and me are like those frantic sailors who are just moving and in distress. And we let the enemy know, I have lost my faith. Oh, come on. I have lost my faith. And in reality, if you are a real child of God, your life is shown the way you are postured. Your life is shown how quiet and calm you are in the assurance that the one who has called you is faithful. The one who has called you is still with you. The God of the universe is leading you. And that's the reason no matter whatsoever come my way, I will never be in distress and I will not die in distress because my assurance is not on a sinking rock, my assurance in a rock of salvation. Amen. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that our hope today? Is that our hope today? Hallelujah. The words of people will always, always put you down, but the words of God will elevate you. People will crush your spirit, but the words of God will enhance and will build your strength in Christ. And this is why I say in distressed time, in distress time, be by yourself. But when you're alone, don't be lonely. Read the scriptures. Don't be lonely that you're so lonely that your empty mind becomes a working garage for the devil. But when you are all by yourself and the noises of the word, look at the examples of Christ, what he did. When he was away from the people, all he did and wanted to do was meditate and be part from there, his strength. From where does Jesus' strength come from? It's from, from God Almighty. And if Jesus can draw his strength from God, we could do in our life is in the moments of distress and trouble, you know, leave those groups of people and be in a place. Don't be lonely and don't create an empty vacuum mind where the devil can take control. But in those moments of your life, you know, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you. Oh, are you listening to me today? Look at me, look at me, church. Look at me, look at here, look at me. Praise the Lord. In those moments, you know, you need to understand that your strength comes from God alone in those moments of distress. Hallelujah. Have you heard this quicksand? The other day I was going through an article and I was reading about it. And when, you, when somebody falls in quicksand, what happens is daldal, kichar. I don't know how you translate that in Malayalam. Uh, when you fall into that, they ask you to stay calm. Chair. You know, when you fall down in quicksand, they ask you to stay calm and, you know, with, with the help of your feet, you know, just make very slow motional movement that helps you to come up. 
But if you try to do everything possible, you use your hand, you use your leg, what happens is because of the gravitational pull and the clay nature in the, in the quicksand, it pulls you down and it solidifies and you are dead and gone. And this is something that we have to understand as a Christian, as a child of God. When you go through struggles in your life, maybe God is asking you to be still and whenever you are still you may think that everybody around you is very noisy they are making all kinds of noises and they think that you are dead and gone your chapter is finished my brother my sister I have a good news when you are still you understand my God is working on behalf of me I tried to do all I could do in my life I have done everything that I wanted to do and I could do but now I am at a point that I have no energy no strength no nothing that I could do from my own ability and I understand that all my strength comes from God alone and now at this point in my life I will be still and I will know he is working on behalf of me how many of you have know and understand the value that God is working for us even when you see he's not even when you think he is not but he is working for you our God is a working God. He's not a lazy God. He's a talking God. He's a working God. He works for us. He works for us. And all He desires in the season of our life is that we will be a church that seeks Him, that understands, and that knows to be still. You don't have to be, be loud and noisy all the time. Be still. Be still. Sometimes, you know, I, this is what I will mention, you know. Um, um, some of our nature, we are very loud. It, it is very, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's better to regret later than to avoid certain situations now, right? Instead of being so loud and, and, and talking stuff that you have to regret two years later, three years later, it's better to be still and quiet in those moments. Praise the Lord. Sometimes when your boss is angry, what do you do? You, do, you go and you, you, uh, you start arguing with him. What does he say? Okay, are you fired? This is practical Christianity. This is practical Christianity. Sometimes what God wants you to do in those moments, give the matter to God. Because even if you work day and night, you cannot find a solution to it. It's better to give to the Lord. If it is in the hands of God, He does it very beautifully. In formless and empty world, my God looked at it and created beautiful things. If that's the situation, you give your formless and empty and void things in the hands of God Almighty. And when you are still and just waiting for God to do, He is working on behalf of you. In every situation, He is working for you. Be still and know that I am God. Number one, be still. It's a commandment. It's an order. It's not just a suggestion. It's an order that you need to be experience or learn the habit of being still in God's presence. Praise the Lord. I do believe that when worship happens, we all need to clap our hands, move around. I do believe. But there are going to be moments in the church when there is no music, there is no worship leader, but still there can be worship. That happens in the quietness when you walk into. And for that, this is why I mentioned during a Malayalam service. You know, worship and epitome with the music and thumbbear and guiding like on dangle matrame or langa tetipoi. Praise the Lord. Other than a carry very much the beat in the oringi one the guy in yal. Praise the Lord. Even the unna wish a maritilla. 
കുടഞ്ഞ മാത്രമേ ഉള്ളൂ അതിന്റെ പുറകെ പോയി നാല് മാസം ഇരുന്ന് ഉപാസിച്ച് പ്രാർത്ഥിച്ചു കുടഞ്ഞു കളഞ്ഞേ ഉള്ളൂ കാരണം എന്താ വീട്ടിൽ നിന്ന് ഒരുങ്ങി വന്നതാണ് you come with a heart of preparation when you come to church and you say god i am coming here i know what i'm going through i cannot let anybody know about the situation but i know i will be still and i know you are working on behalf of me i will be still and i know you are the god of the universe i will be still and i know you are god and you are exalted in all the earth you are exalted in all the earth i will be still come prepared come prepared hallelujah psalms 23 as time goes quickly we have holy communion to serve psalms 23 verse 2 is a promise to all of us what does it help us to understand he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me through quiet and still waters he leads me through he makes me lie down in green pastures my god is a providing god He makes me lie down in green pastures. Pastures is where a shepherd would take his flock so that the flock can eat and be healthy. But now you see the the the, the flock is resting on green pastures. What does it mean that there is or, or there is a fulfillment? There is a there there is a place of satisfaction where the shepherd has led the flock. Praise the Lord. How many of you are satisfied with the blessings of God in your life? I am I may not have everything but I know what I need my God has provided satisfaction is huge and very important in a pentecostal life. in a christian journey satisfaction the the, the 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 moment you think you're satisfied you are just giving God the glory he makes me lie down on green pastures pachaya avane ne kedathunu praise the lord Shostadeulla. He leads me through quiet waters. What does it mean? It means he refreshes my soul. He refreshes, and some of us we need a refreshment in our soul, a moment 
that we turn on the white noise and we allow God to work in our life that refreshes our soul. You don't have to turn on any YouTube refreshing sound and noises or musical instruments that may may not help you, but there is something hidden within yourself inside. ൂസ് a quiet watered environment peaceful situation in our life couple of months ago i was preaching for a camp um, that one of the ag churches in houston had organized and when they were doing that um, one of the sessions happened in, in in a room very close to a lake it's a lake there is no huge movement and after the i while i was preaching this while i was preaching this uh, the the figure the, the the things that i saw was there were so many birds that was you know around the banks of the uh, the lake there were some ducks inside there were some birds inside the lake and i saw a peaceful and after i ministered and preached my message you know i walked outside in the afternoon i skipped my lunch and i walked outside and i was walking through the banks of those that lake uh, what i sensed in that moment was the scripture sometimes what god wants us to do is to leave the noises and noisy places around and go to a place where you can hear him very clearly and audibly because at that point and moments of your life he's actually refreshing your soul what are the things you do to refresh your soul sometimes in the ways of life we have filled junk in our soul with a junk fill life you and me cannot see god in his beauty we need to allow god to refresh and calm our soul it has to happen only if you take the first commandment that god has ordained be still and know that i am god of your life be still and know that i am god of the universe be still mark chapter 4 verse 35 It's another scripture portion that I want to bring your attention to real quick. Mark chapter 4 verse 35 to 41. We we understand the portion here and when we understand the portion is, you know, we know Jesus calls his disciples and Jesus asks them, "Hey, you know what? Quiet, be still." The words used in the Old Testament in Psalms 46 verse 10, "Be still." and no i am god and the word that is used in the new testament even though that was hebrew and this is greek but the both the words have the same meaning it just says surrender now in the old testament we saw psalms 46 verse 10 the word is used be still and no i am god the word translated helps us one it talks about surrender now right now not tomorrow right now you got to surrender it's an um, commandment it's an order and in the new testament when jesus looked at the wave jesus looked at the storm and he made this commandment he made this order and he rebuked them when he said be still it just means surrender right now right here that's the word of god almighty sometimes you wonder sometimes what happens is sometimes what happens is god will not calm the sometimes sometimes okay god will not calm the storm outside but he will calm you in the storm praise the lord 
both it's very important because if you are not calmed in the storm you will create a bigger more storm than what is outside in your distress in the fatality of humanity you will create a more bigger distressed storm because god has not calmed or you have not allowed yourself to be be still and calmed in the sight of god almighty and here in the story here in the story god is asking one thing surrender right now be still if jesus is taking rest it's your time to rest if jesus is working it's your time to work the disciples did not understand that they did not they wanted to work all the time in the previous chapters we see jesus was you know performing so many miracles and praying for people that he was tired in his bo- body and so he asked his people to get me a boat so that i can go to the other side and rest and relax and all jesus wanted to do was relax if the master is with you why are you caring why are you afraid if the master is on your side what makes you drown in this moment the storm that has come up my god knows how to calm it down the life situation that is you have seen right now my master is there anything that is too hard for god is there anything that my god cannot calm it down is there anything in given situation that my god cannot perform a miracle there is nothing all we need to do in those moments is calm ourselves down and surrender at that moment to god almighty and let him be the god of our life let him be the god of our situation let him be the god of our universe let him control let him lead all jesus had to do was he got up and he rebuked the wind and he said shandamava ipam in nimisham praise the lord The story here in sometimes you have to know there's a big spiritual warfare when storms reach a message where my words are more filled with the name of Jesus than any other name because it is the name of Jesus that gives us victory. I don't want to give him any credit on my platform. I don't have time. Come on. To give him the pulpit to raise up the name of the devil but i want to give but at the same time you have to understand in this given situation lift up the name of Jesus in every given storm of your life. what god asks us to do is and and he helps us to understand is the moment jesus and and the disciples came to jesus and told him master are you not worried that what we are going through all jesus could do in that situation was he got up and he rebuked and the next question he asked the disciples why and where is your faith simply that makes me understand is that what jesus could do at that moment even the disciples could have done Are you trying to understand this? Yeshu ennittu kadalne saashichathu pole sishyamar saashichayirunnengil adu shandamayirikkum ennu njan vishwasikkunnu. But what they did was because there was storm outside they were carried away in the storm they looked at the storm bigger than the master who was there with them and when they came back to the mass and the master got up that's when they realized we could have also done what Jesus has done already. and today in this walk of our life my message to our church is be still and know that he is god sometimes god puts you in a desperate moments desperate situations and i would say this is my message you know this is my you know uh, 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 you know you can write it down if you want to write it down desperation is the door through which breakthrough walks in 
Sometimes God puts us in a place of desperation where we are, we are needing the help of God so much that our only hope in that given situation is that full trust that we have, we put in Christ Jesus and we go back to Him. How many times that we have done this in any given situation and trouble of our life, the first approach of our walk and our decision was to look for where Christ is. Find out where Jesus is in your journey, in your walk. Find out where Christ is in your life. He knows the answers and he is with you in the storm. The struggle that you and me are going through, it's not new to him. The distress that you and me are in, it's not new to him. He knows the situation and my God is able to work wonders in our life. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we want to give to you all glory and honor. And in this given situation of our time, Father, we, we, we give the situation. We give the struggle. We give the storms of our life. And, 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 and during this, 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 this message, oh Lord, we pray, God, we will, we will cut the noises around us so that you will help us to focus and tune in to hear who you are in our life. We will cut the noises outside, oh Lord, to hear you. And this moment of our life, Lord, we pray that we will be still, we will be calm, we will be quiet to know that you are a God who works for us and father we trust in your word than to trust in the words of people father we trust in your promises because your promises yes and amen in Christ Jesus we trust in your word O oh Lord because your promises are a promise made to make fulfilled in our life O oh Lord we thank you for all the good things that you have promised and father at this point as we look to the holy table that you have ordained for the New Testament Holy Church. We pray, God, this will be a table that we don't look in very lightly. We don't participate very lightly, but we pray, God, that you will help us to look to the table in reverence, O oh Lord. Help us, O oh Lord, that we look to the table in reverence of what you have loved us, O oh Lord. Every eye closed right now as we make this prayer, as we proceed towards our Holy Communion, we pray, God, that you will help us. That we do not extend our hands to this table lightly, but you will help us, O oh Lord, that we will check our heart. We thank you for the moments that you have allowed us to be still and quiet and be peaceful in our given situations. And as we extend our hands towards this holy table, we know and understand and value the sacrifice you have made on the cross, O oh Lord. It was not for vain. It was forgiven and it was given to us so that we are forgiven. And we are thank you for which is given to us. Every eye closed. If I can have my worship team behind me.